Hey there, friends, and welcome to the One Year Chronological Bible Podcast. My name is Emily Mowry, and I will be your host for this daily reading of the Bible with the hopes of finishing in a single year. Whether this is your first time reading the Bible or you have made daily practice of it for many years, I pray that this podcast will strengthen your walk with Christ and be a blessing to you and those around you. What makes this podcast unique is that we read scripture in chronological order, as opposed to the traditional Genesis to Revelation book by book reading. I have been making this my daily practice since the year 2007, and I cannot tell you how much it has blessed my walk with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says in his epistle to Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Likewise, the psalmist says, The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is March 2nd, and our reading comes from Numbers 11, 1 through 13, 33. I pray this reading is a blessing to you, and without further ado, let's get started. The people complained to Moses. Numbers 11, 1-15 The people soon began to complain to the Lord about their hardships, and when the Lord heard them, his anger blazed against them. Fire from the Lord raged among them and destroyed the outskirts of the camp. The people screamed to Moses for help, and when he prayed to the Lord, the fire stopped. After that, the area was known as Tibera, the place of burning, because fire from the Lord had burned among them there. Then the foreign rabble who were traveling with the Israelites began to crave the good things of Egypt, and the people of Israel also began to complain. Oh, for some meat, they exclaimed. We remember all the fish we used to eat for free in Egypt, and we had all the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic that we wanted, but now our appetites are gone, and day after day we have nothing to eat but this manna. The manna looked like small coriander seeds, pale yellow in color. The people gathered it from the ground and made flour by grinding it with hand mills or pounding it in mortars. Then they boiled it in a pot and made it into flat cakes. These cakes tasted like they had been cooked in olive oil. The manna came down on the camp with the dew during the night. Moses heard all the families standing in front of their tents weeping, and the Lord became extremely angry. Moses was also very aggravated, and Moses said to the Lord, Why are you treating me, your servants, so miserably? What did I do to deserve the burden of a people like this? Are they my children? Am I their father? Is that why you have told me to carry them in your my arms like a nurse carrying a baby? To the land you swore to give their ancestors? Where am I supposed to get meat for all these people? They keep complaining and saying, give us meat. I can't carry these people by myself. The load is far too heavy. I'd rather you'd killed me than treat me like this. Please spare me this misery. Moses chooses 70 leaders. Numbers eleven sixteen through 30. Then the Lord said to Moses, Summon before me 70 of the leaders of Israel. Bring them to the tabernacle to stand there with you. I will come down and talk to you there. I will take some of the spirit that is upon you, and I will put the spirit upon them also. They will bear the burden of the people along with you, so you will not have to carry it alone. And tell the people to purify themselves, for tomorrow they will have meat to eat. Tell them, the Lord has heard your whining and complaints. If only we had meat to eat, surely we were better off in Egypt. Now the Lord will give you meat, and you will have it to eat. And it won't be there for just a day or two, or for five, or ten, or even twenty. You will eat it for a whole month until you gag and are sick of it. For you have rejected the Lord, 
who is here among you, and you have complained to him, Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses said, There are six hundred thousand foot soldiers here with me, and yet you promise them meat for a whole month? Even if we butchered all our flocks and herds, would that satisfy them? Even if we caught all the fish in the sea, would that be enough? Then the Lord said to Moses, Is there any limit to my power? Now you will see whether or not my word comes true. So Moses went out and reported the Lord's words to the people. Then he gathered the seventy leaders and stationed them around the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spoke to Moses. He took some of the spirit that was upon Moses and put it upon the seventy leaders. They prophesied as the spirit rested upon them. But that was the only time this happened. Two men, Eldad and Medad, were still in the camp when the spirit rested upon them. They were listed among the leaders but had not gone out to the tabernacle, so they prophesied there in the camp. A young man ran and reported to Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, who had been Moses' personal assistant since his youth, protested, Moses, my master, make them stop. But Moses replied, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them all. Then Moses returned to the camp with the leaders of Israel. The Lord sends quail. Numbers eleven thirty one through 35 Now the Lord sent a wind that brought quail from the sea, and let them fall into the camp and all around it. For many miles in every direction from the camp there were quail flying about three feet above the ground. So the people went out and caught quail all that day and throughout the night, and all the next day too. No one gathered less than fifty bushels. They spread the quail out all over the camp. But while they were still eating the meat... The anger of the Lord blazed against the people, and he caused a severe plague to break out among them. So that place was called Kibroth Hatava, the graves of craving, because they buried the people there who had craved meat from Egypt. From there the Israelites traveled to Hazaroth, where they stayed for some time. The Complaints of Miriam and Aaron, Numbers 12, 1-16 while they were at Hazaroth, Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because he had married a Cushite woman. They said, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken through us too? But the Lord heard them. Now Moses was more humble than any other person on earth. So immediately the Lord called to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam and said, Go out to the tabernacle, all three of you. And the three of them went out. Then the Lord descended in the pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tabernacle. Aaron and Miriam, he called, and they stepped forward. And the Lord said to them, Now listen to me. Even with prophets, I, the Lord, communicate by visions and dreams. But that is not how I communicate with my servant Moses. He is entrusted with my entire house. I speak to him face to face, directly, and not in riddles. He sees the Lord as he is. Should you not be afraid to criticize him? The Lord was furious with them, and he departed. As the cloud moved from the tabernacle... Miriam suddenly became white as snow with leprosy. When Aaron saw what had happened, he cried out to Moses, Oh, my Lord, please don't punish us for the sin. We have acted so foolishly. Don't let her be like a stillborn baby, already decayed at birth. So Moses cried out to the Lord, Heal her, O God, I beg you. And the Lord said to Moses, If her father had spit in her face, wouldn't she have been defiled for seven days? Banish her from the camp for seven days, and after that she may return. So Miriam was excluded from the camp for seven days, and the people waited until she was brought back before they traveled again. 
Then they left Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. Twelve Scouts Explore Canaan, Numbers 13, 1-24. The Lord now said to Moses, Send men to explore the land of Canaan, the land I am giving to Israel. Send one leader from each of the twelve ancestral tribes. So Moses did as the Lord had commanded him. He sent out twelve men, all tribal leaders of Israel, from their camp in the wilderness of Paran. These were the tribes and the names of the leaders. From the tribe of Reuben, Shammua, son of Zachar. From the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, son of Hori. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, son of Jephunneh. From the tribe of Issachar, Egal, son of Joseph. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Nun. From the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, son of Raphu. From the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, son of Saudi. From the tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, Gadi, son of Susi. From the tribe of Dan, Amiel, son of Gemali. From the tribe of Asher, Sether, son of Michal. From the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, son of Vopsi. From the tribe of Gad, Giel, son of Maki. These are the names of the men Moses sent to explore the land. By this time, Moses had changed Hosea's name to Joshua. Moses gave the men these instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. Go northward through the Negev into the hill country. See what the land is like and find out whether the people living there are strong or weak, few or many. What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? Do their towns have walls or are they unprotected? How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there many trees? Enter the land boldly and bring back samples of the crops you see. It happened to be the season for harvesting the first ripe grapes. So they went up and explored the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob near Lebohemoth. Going northward, they passed first through the Negev and arrived at Hebron, where Ahiman, Sheshi, and Talmai, all descendants of Anak, lived. The ancient town of Hebron was founded seven years before the Egyptian city of Zoan. When they came to what is now known as the Valley of Eshkol, they cut down a cluster of grapes so large that it took two of them to carry it on a pole between them. They also took samples of the pomegranates and figs. At that time, the Israelites renamed the Valley Eshkol Cluster because of the cluster of grapes they had cut there. The Scouting Report, Numbers 13, 25 through 33. After exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses, Aaron, and the people of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land. This was their report to Moses. We arrived in the land you sent us to see, and it is indeed a magnificent country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is some of its fruit as proof. But the people living there are powerful, and their cities and towns are fortified and very large. We also saw the descendants of Anak who are living there. The Amalekites live in the Negev, and the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to encourage the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. But the other men who had explored the land with him answered, We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread discouraging reports about the land among the Israelites. The land we explored will swallow up any who go and live there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. We felt like grasshoppers next to them. And that's what we looked like to them. Thanks. 
That's the end of today's reading. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and tell your friends about it. As we leave today, I pray blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear friends.